Hello hip-hop heads and horror fans. This is your host Gabby, also known as 7 Octobers. Uh, welcome to my podcast, Nightmare on Cedric Avenue. Today's episode features Angel Farah. She's a singer, rapper, multi-instrumentalist. She does a little bit of everything. I met her at the SD Music Room that is hosted by my friend Yazi. Uh, we met there. She's really talented. She's dope. Uh, I wanted to interview her to get to know her a little bit more, what inspires her, how she got into the music scene. So without further ado, hope you enjoy this interview with Angel Farah and also a shout out to Samri for the dope beat. All right. Thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right. Please introduce yourself uh, to those who might not know who you are. I'm Angel Farah. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I play sax, keys, percussion, uh, drum set being something I really enjoy. Um, I hail from Atlanta, California, but I made San Diego a second home. I'm loving it out here. I'm getting a lot of love, a lot of respect, a lot of feels, a lot of vibes, a lot of positive energy. It's just, it's just real, and that's me. Um, been going through a lot. Major Farah. I got a lot of soul. <laughs> All right, cool. So it leads actually to my next question. So if you can please tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got into singing, you do rap, you're a musician as well. So if you can tell us a little bit about how you got into music. Whoa. Okay, so I was young. I remember being in the music room, wanting to play an instrument, like really young. I think I was about eight, nine. I don't remember. But the music teacher I had at the time was named John Barnes. He had gave me a clarinet. I wanted a sax. But really what inspired me to play saxophone, because it's my first instrument. I played recorder and stuff like that, but my first... I'm sorry for those who play recorder. It's not an instrument to me. I love recorder. I don't, hopefully that don't offend anybody. It's still an instrument. I see the logic, but to me, like a main, like an instrument instrument. Um, I really wanted to play due to an episode of The Simpsons, um, the Bleeding Gums Murphy episode. And that's what inspired me to play. And I haven't looked back. I always wrote poems, though, before I became, like, inclined with music and became more in tune with music. I was writing poems, short stories, things like that. Um, I wouldn't show a lot of people. Yeah. No, you know, my mom, she would try to see. I'm like, no, you can't see this. And I opened up. Yeah. Um, poems were really cool. I started rapping after a while. Um, yeah, because when you write poetry, you realize, like, everybody doing that. And so, That's like, true. I got into rap. I think one of the first albums that really got a couple, a few, actually, um, got me into writing was that Amanda Perez's first album. I was just listening to her angel, yeah, the angel. Oh my God. For some reason, I like that song too because I have my name in it, high key, and it was yeah. dope. Um, yeah. 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, Kanye West, College Dropout. was my definitely favorite. something that got me into that. I didn't even know I was going to sing. Yeah. You know? I think um, I was always in like the praise team in church and things like that. I did choir from middle school to college. Okay. Was, yeah, a little bit was there. Um, that gave me a little bit of background. Um, my teachers were always stressing um, a lot of just being an overall musician. We'd sing. Yeah. I went to a performing arts school middle school, and we'd sing in the morning. Like, for some reason, we okay. would be meeting up in this big old little place and sing in the morning. Because um, that's when I really started getting more into music. Like, this is something I like doing. This is something I want to do. Yeah. Um, we'd sing in the morning. Um, then my first period would be, like, my homeroom. My homeroom was music. It was always like that at yeah. that school. Like, we, my sister and I were treated a little special at that school. Yeah. Like, I remember we had this music teacher, referring back to John Barnes, because he was my music teacher as a kid, but then I see yeah. him at this performing arts school. And it's a trip, because... <laughs> 
I'm like, I never thought I'd see this man again who made me play the clarinet, not the sax. He's over here giving me pointers on the sax, being a mentor, teaching me what I need to do, um, giving me more skills, um, definitely giving me mentorship and when it came to my sax. And so he would always be like, how you doing in that class? Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, you come here. So he'd pull us out of class and we'd be practicing. we just practice. we just focus on music. We're doing good. Like, we'd yeah. still focus. Mm-hmm. He'd just give us the homework. We'd get it done. Um, it was just... Um, well, my sister and I fell in love with music. I got to include my sister in this yeah. because we grew in this musical journey together, regardless of her maybe not being in now, maybe being in the future. Like, yeah, we've always done music together. So that's really what's got me here now. And I did take a break right after high school. Mm-hmm. My sister got me back into music. Before that, I was like, I got arrested for doing some stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah. I'm not going to get into detail. Yeah. <laughs> but it slowed things down a lot for me where I had to change my course of action when it came to my future. Yeah. Um, I was working at a subway. And at this time, like, I wasn't playing myself. I was just, like, focused on my job, getting money, going to school. Mm-hmm. My sister was like, Angel, I met this guy. He would really want us to, like, play instruments over his hip-hop tracks. His name was Rajay. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. Cool rapper, too. Very dope businessman. He has a lot of ideas. He's always thinking. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur, for sure. Um, shout out to Tony Brackens, a.k.a. Rajay. <laughs> um we were in this band called End of Discussion. It had a vocalist named Mireya, a drummer named Jason Bullard, me and my sister, and of course, Rajay. Mm-hmm. It was cool. We did a lot of his songs. We also did some some covers, sitting at the dock of the bay, um, a couple other songs. It's hard for me to remember. It's so long ago. I was like 20 or 21 at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was young. We were doing a lot of shows in LA, the Roxy, That's the Viper cool, Room, though. the House of Blues. Um, we had a lot of opportunities. This yeah. man knew how to get things done for us. Rajay, shout out to you. Yeah. Um, also taught me a lot. Always gave, like, peeps me on game. If I really ask the questions, the right questions, he'll always just let yeah. me know. Um, very good mentor to have. Um, he just always keeps it real, too. It's, it's cool to talk to him. Yeah. Um, we got into that. The band kind of just broke apart. Um, after that, we formed another band, Mahogany Effect. This time I had a, a vocalist, singer-songwriter named Talisa. And what did you do in the first band? You were sax, like, sax, sax, just sax. And then this second, second one, band, same I thing? did a little more. I did yeah. a little more. I rapped. Okay. We, only, we have a few tracks. Uh-huh. Um, we had a, a track called "Ready to Deal." Um, Talisa was a vocalist. I wrote the I wrote the hook. Okay. I wrote the whole song pretty much. Yeah. Um, my sister wrote the guitar and the, and the key. She did that. She played that. Okay. We had a guy named David Higgins in the band. Let me not forget about him. He was a drummer, uh, integral part, really dope drummer too. Jason Bullard as well. Um. Seeing as that was what we were doing at the time, we were dope. We were fucking dope yeah. for like a three piece. You that know what I mean? Really dope, though. We were dope for a three piece. Talisa on the vocals. What like genre of music would you say? It was soul. So Hogan Effect was definitely soul jazz, okay. jazz okay. and soul. Definitely dope. like a um, fusion of hip hop too. Like it definitely had its own vibe. Right. Okay. We had our own vibe. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> three like uh, Afro Latin girls just like That's in this group. Dope. Like we were the face of it. You feel <laughs> like me? the Supremes of it. <laughs> yeah, like she was Puerto Rican and black. We were black and Mexican. That's so it, cool. and David Higgins, he just wasn't in the picture. <laughs> like if you see the picture, if you look at Mahogany Effect on SoundCloud or on Facebook, yeah. those are two sites they really pop up. I uh-huh. haven't, I haven't really like gotten to really seeing what's up with that. I need to make more stuff. Maybe see what, if we can rekindle something. But yeah, are they still together? That band or is it no? Where we're done. Okay. But I had songs written. This is what got me into doing my solo stuff. Um, I had songs written already. I was like, man, we kind of broke off. It just things move up. Sometimes with bands, you don't even got to say you broke up. It just, just happens. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You just stop meeting <laughs> yeah, up. It's like, okay, everybody getting busy on me. That's how I felt because I was writing these songs. I had chords. I had things I wrote, like things I really wanted to do. Yeah. 
and um, I started meeting up with this guy named Xavier Campos. I think X Men. I forgot the numbers, but his name is X Men. He's a dope producer too. Mm-hmm. Um, we work. Our we worked for about a year. We we're creating a lot. I did some projects with him as well. Um, I played for a track with. I met um, a rapper named Ice Cold Bishop through him. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a track with him. I forgot which one. It was a cool project. Mm-hmm. I just remember it. It was featuring somebody. Um, but it was really dope. And that was the first experience I got to really, like, finally, like, do something super powerful with the saxophone. when I realized, like, whoa, yeah. I got a lot of power with that shit. Yeah. something dope. I really love playing that. It really gives me a lot of inspiration. And I was working with him. And he got me started into doing a lot more, getting more comfortable in the studio. And then I started working more on, on different things. I moved on from working with him with somebody who was an old friend. Mm-hmm. Dapper D's, a.k.a. David McDaniel, um, very close friend. He passed earlier this year, um, back in February, I believe. Something very mm-hmm. touching because he recorded a good portion of La Unica. Okay. Um, he recorded a lot of it. He would give me free recordings. Mm-hmm. He would hook me up. We were close. We were, like, really good buddies. Yeah. Um, man, we went through a lot. He was going through a lot. Like, I seen him progress into what he became, and then tragically, it just, yeah. it just ended. We were going to have a show... Um, March 16th. So um, is he like it's an engineer or was he? He was an engineer, rapper, producer. Mm-hmm. He was a lot. Wow. He was he was really talented. Yeah. We, we were in band together in high school. Oh, wow. So like That's imagine really cool. that. Like yeah. you have that. You have that relationship with somebody. You grew up with them. You've seen them grow. You've seen them progress. Yeah. You're starting to make music with them. I don't know where it's like, what? How did this happen? This yeah. is dope. And we're actually like doing a lot of cool stuff. Our projects are dope. Like mm-hmm. both of our projects are dope. We're always talking about how we're what, what's gonna happen when we blow up and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's really cool though to grow up with somebody like that. Yeah. And so he passed. I started doing other projects yeah. with Haro Ivan, Francesco Lechuga, Latin producers, um, Richie Ridge, um, Blackwater, Blackwater Legion, um, a lot of other dope names. And that's who I'm currently working with now. Also Trackhead trackheads though um and that's what i'm doing now just a lot of growth and a little progression and um you do go through a lot of struggles along the way um doing this artist you got to sacrifice a lot to sacrifice and then when you realize like what it is and you accept it it's easier to just move with and you got to keep moving with it it's not something you just slow down with you just keep moving you just let the universe flow yeah let it take you where it needs to take you and you'll find out that that's where (laughs) you needed to be all along you know as crazy as it sounds yeah and um, I'm going through a lot of, like, self-discovery, definitely a lot more <laughs> happiness. I know myself more. It's fucking yeah. crazy. I, like, <laughs> I've never, I used to always be a little timid, but now I'm very direct. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I think, like, you're, like, you already, like, know yourself a little bit more, so. Yeah, I'm very, I know what I want, and, and it's definitely something that's, like, very liberating. Like, I don't, I don't need that, that tie on at the moment, or that mental tie on though, those mental... Um, incapacitations we definitely or I definitely got to do like mental laps telling me like hey 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 I got to catch myself like nah don't get into that pattern don't get into that negative thinking always think positive always be yeah always be righteous because you could definitely be messing some shit up you got to always stay positive you always do like of course things are going to happen it's sometimes hard to stay positive I'm not going to say I'm the most positive person yeah it's positive but also got to remind myself like hey I don't got it's time like when to you depressed. catch yourself, it's like change your mentality. Yeah, you do. And and I've been getting better at that, too, because I know what I need to do and what I like to do. That's make music. Yeah, I mean, you That's motivated yourself to get to where you are right now. You have to have self-motivation, right? Because Hell yeah. Nobody's gonna, that's why we're saying nobody's going to motivate you but yourself That's at the end of the day. That's true. And I just dropped an EP. And yeah. that's insane. This EP was worked on for a while. And um, I finally decided to let it go. 
Yeah. It was something I had to let go. And it's one of those things I'm like, damn. Okay, EP. <laughs> Not an album <laughs> yet. But I want to show the world what I can do. And, and it's it's a very multifaceted EP and very dynamic. I, I call the genre music um, that I do world music because I feel okay. like it's... It's definitely versatile. It's different. Yeah. You get into different styles. I ain't even got into my my, <laughs> my styles yet. Wait till you yeah. start hearing more stuff and you hear me explore a little more. So and I, yeah, yeah, and I was gonna ask you that too, t- touching on your uh, new album that you just dropped, La Unica, um, mm-hmm. which I will be reviewing soon on yes. the blog. Um, Woo, you have a lot you. of I have a, you have a lot of dope tracks on there, um, I love and I just wanted to ask you, what did you want your listeners to take away from the project, and what is your favorite track? from the project Ooh. if you have one and why can i say two yeah okay i'll say two but what i really want people to take away from this project is i'll give you the what i felt the concept was in, in the sense of like how i put it together okay so it's very everything's a cycle and this this even though the style is so versatile it could be hard to catch but what i kind of wanted to what just like um present is a, a journey of like of course me i'm this is me and music. Like me, yeah. I was in a relationship before this, and the album kind of touches mm-hmm. on that. Like, yeah. first, the first track is vibes, and when I'm listening to vibes, when I'm when I'm making and creating vibes, when I'm thinking back on it, it's definitely I'm vibing with somebody. I'm falling in love, and I'm kind of describing like my relationship, like moving into things like that. So, vibes, vibing with somebody. Oh, you be my man. <laughs> be my. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then I'm realizing, okay, this is cool. Second one. Um, my love comes in. It's full fledged. It's like okay, so you want my love, yeah. and I'm five, and it's a, and it just comes in. It's like ooh, now it's happy. It's feeling all this joy. Yeah. Now when yeah. he comes in, it's very assertive. It's kind of mad. Like I'm the only one. The fuck? Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something, the mood changes. It's not so yeah. like ooh. It's not so happy. The mood changes, and if you realize that, it's, there's this assertion for a reason, and you realize it, the next track comes in. I think it's is it Mirame? It's Mirame. Yeah. Mirame drops in. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck happened? It's emotional. It's very soulful. It's like, there ain't really too much going on in the track. There's not a lot of harmony. It's just very, very straightforward. It's meant to hit you like that. It's meant to be raw because I'm feeling that. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that, I got that cue from a telenovela. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay. Like, she cried. Like, why the fuck you leaving me? That's the thing I wanted <laughs> yeah. to do. You know what I mean? They got dramatic. Yeah. Okay. People are like, damn. And it's meant to touch you because... You don't know why it's there. Mm-hmm. You don't know why I placed it there. But for some reason, it's touching you. Some people can catch it. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely mood change. Like, my relationship is now, like, it's ending. Now, it's like kind of like, like the stages of love, you know? Yeah. Like, when it's, like, it's all good, the honeymoon stage, and then it's kind exactly. of progressing, right? Yeah, okay. That's what it is. And it's also, you're getting into my character in the sense of how I'm feeling throughout this. And I was like, whoa, damn, it's heavy. Torn in Two comes in. Shit's yeah, changing. It's like a really deep track, Shit yeah. is changing. I'm assertive. I'm more confident in the way I'm flowing. Mm-hmm. I'm more confident in who I am. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm even more assertive, but I'm sure. It's not just I'm like trying to just like warn you in a sense. It's more so like I know who I am. Like I'm torn in two, but you better know, like be right here because like, you know, it's time. Like things are going to happen for me and I really want you there for me. I really want you to support me. I really need you here at this moment. And it's, it's kind of like, but... I'm torn in two. I don't know what I should do. Should I stick around and just stop what I'm doing, please you, or should I just keep doing what I do? And and that's what torn in two is, is kind of about. It's relatable to so many people because we're exactly. torn in two about a lot. Yeah. And um, even putting the track in the perspective, it's kind of like now I'm sure, and I'm like <laughs> the last. The, I remember the last phrase was just like, "Hey, I miss your ass." It's kind of like I was telling the future because I was still 
wasn't, but I could feel what was gonna happen. You know what yeah. I mean? I hate to say that, but yeah. you could feel all that shit. You could just feel it, and yeah. you know. It's like I always say, women intuition. Like you already, you know it. You just don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah, but you know it, and I knew it at the time. I wrote that song. I knew it because I knew what I was gonna do. I knew what I was gonna choose, and yeah, it's evident. I yeah. dropped the EP. Yeah, it was it was the music. You know, what yeah. I mean? like I had to definitely follow what I needed to follow, and we just didn't work out, and that's okay. That's understandable. I'm fine with it now. Yeah. Um. And it's cool. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I was worried about it before, and I was like, "Well, that the album release something." Okay, so after Torn and Two, you got that. Um, what comes next? I think it's you name it. You name it comes in next. You name it definitely has to come in next. Mm-hmm. So you name it is like it's separate. It's no long. It's more of an independent track. I'm not focused on like any love, mm-hmm. any type of like. I'm just like, yo no tengo tiempo para esperar a nadie nunca. Soy una tipa trucha. And I'm like, I'm just like asserting myself. It's like, I'm not even focused on that. I'm, not, I'm in my own lane at this point. Like, yeah. there's that that growth, like torn into what did I choose? And I'm over here like, this is what I'm focused on. I'm, I'm definitely letting the crowd or audience know, like, this is what you need to feel. Whatever I'm feeling, this tone I'm spitting, like, I'm not worried about anything else about what, uh, except about what I need to be worrying about now. Yeah. And it's insane because um, now it's definitely like, it's, it's at a different level. It's definitely like I'm like, whoa, I'm feeling myself. There's no worries. That that that's which point where you're not worried about your ex no more is there? Yeah. You only focused on like something it's like you're doing yourself to exactly. Yeah. It's very it's a very empowering record. It's very independent. Like niggas wanna know my name. Just wanna have yeah. my fame. It's like oh <laughs> I love that track too, yeah. Yeah, you just feel it and you're like, ooh, 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 okay. You know what I mean? Like Damn, she doing her. When you hear that track, whoever's spitting that shit is doing them. That's how I feel, and that's what I wanted to present. Yeah. Um, and definitely, I love the Spanish groove on it. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Francisco Lechuga for producing the beat on that, and Jairo Ivan for engineering. Dope-ass engineer. Um, let's see what else. Facts comes next. Facts. <laughs> now, that is a crazy track. Um, that was a lot of emotion put behind that, and a lot of things I don't want to get into. Yeah. But just a lot of, just a lot of emotion, just a lot of anger, just a lot of feels, like a lot of resentment, a lot of, a lot of that. Like you could hear it a little bit, and I was yeah. definitely feeling a certain way in that track, and it just a lot that was going on in my life at that point. Just all the, the all the things just felt like they were crashing down. That's literally like everything in my life was like spinning. Yeah, and I was seeing so many different things. I was starting to see the world for what it really was. Like, this was gonna say that that track was like kind of like you're like like you said resentment or like angry. Yeah, but I started all the stuff that you're seeing right around exactly. you. Exactly all that because I'm realizing like motherfuckers fake. Mm-hmm. Smile your face. This is stupid. But see, that's another relatable track because we all had that where you think you have friends that have your back and it turns out they don't. Like yeah. you know, so that's what I like about your your music. So now it's like all these bitches defenseless. Yeah, face to the entrance. Going through thoughts of vengeance, money, less than power, smoking flower. That's again louder. Like, damn, now I'm like definitely moving to make sure, like, I might murder you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to get ready to maybe do some shit that's gonna just be like, I was feeling a certain way. That's really what I was feeling. And you could hear it in some of the alleys, like, I'm whispering, like, I'm very, like, ah. yeah. like I don't know if you're, but it's like, yeah. it sounds sinister and it's there because I'm pulling the sinister part of me. And it's yeah. so crazy because it was really there. It yeah. was a trip. And I remember, like, really, like, just, like, letting go of that record and just, like, after it was done and just feeling like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then even when dropping, it was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, look back at that record, and I'm like, 
I like it just because it was a different part of me I haven't really got into and I yeah. know I could get into that part of me again whenever I need to and it was just something I unlocked yeah it was something I unlocked and that was a trip because it was like what the fuck and I liked yeah. it because I just kind of like low-key spazzed out on that that, that record I liked it <clears throat> um and the last one next to me um that was a very special one to me um Dabadee's engineered that uh, I did the sax solo. He had sent me the track without the sax solo. I was about to post that mm-hmm. one, but I forgot I had a, did a sax solo like a year and a half ago okay. to that track. That's how uh-huh. that track was. I re- redid the vocals, but yeah, I had did I had did it over, but you still use the same sax solo. He did, but what? But he added the sax solo the day before he passed, or what seemed to have been the day he passed, from what I to my knowledge, mm-hmm. and um, he called me. Literally, like, um, because really, actually, it was a day because that night I seen the post of him passing, so it was the same day he called me. I was at work, I ignored the call because mm-hmm. I was at work. I was like, Call him back, but he had just sent me the record. He's like, What do you think? What do you think of it? And I was like, It's amazing, yeah. I just heard it. I was in the car, and he tries calling me, and I wasn't there to answer the phone, so I was at work. And I was mm-hmm. like, If I answered his phone call, what would he have told me? What was he gonna tell me? What yeah. was what was the message he was relaying, and I'm just like, damn, that was the last track he was he sent me. Like, yeah, he didn't leave you a voicemail or anything. Like he just called you and then you missed the call. Yeah, wow. that's deep. Yeah. And um, I think about that every day. Um, literally, I do think about that every day. I haven't stopped thinking about it. Yeah, and something only- similar happened to my sister too with a friend that passed. Yeah. You always think, like, you replay, like, well, what happened if you would have answered that call? Yeah, yeah. what could I have prevented or what could I have known? You know, there's also that, like, would I have known it was all right? Because um, I sincerely was worried about him. He was, he's out in L.A., you know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot. And um, There's, like, a really, like, uh, meaningful track, like, behind next it. Next to me definitely yeah. is. I had to drop it. He was like, it's not done yet. So fuck it, I still dropped it. I also have something called Mayhem I am going to put in my next um, body of work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch it up a little bit from what it is and definitely put that on my next body of work as part of that work. Yeah. So I want to announce that now just as a note because now it's like yeah. established it has to be there. Um, yeah. It's one of my favorite rappers. Like, you're, sincerely, you got to hear Dapa D's. Um, okay. Dope. He had a certain swagger. so, like, yeah. cocky and expressive on the track, and it was cute. <laughs> Did he have any music out? He has yeah. music on iTunes, by every platform. Okay, I have to everything. check it out. Yeah, Dapa D's. Man... Well, we can dedicate this episode to him. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Dapadiz, a.k.a. David McDaniel, his mom, Marcelina Perry. She's a very dope woman. I love her. Yeah. Uh, She's very dope. Like, (laughs) I love talking to her. And I remember when everything happened, it was just like, uh, yeah, I I reached out to her, and it was just something that was, like, very special because I I felt a connection with him. We made music together. Mm Mm-hmm. When you guys you have, knew each other so long, too. When you have it, yeah, exactly. When you have it, it's, like, special. When you jamming out to the music, you feel you being yourself. You're like, ah, that's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And you have that vibe because it's definitely about the music at the point, yeah. you know? It definitely is, and you feel that a lot. And music should make you happy, especially when you know something's dope. You drop a dope-ass bar. Exactly. Or you put down a really nice solo, or you're out there just doing keys with somebody, and they're like, ooh. Yeah. Things like that, those moments are very... Uh, Man, they're very special. Yeah. Yeah, it's because you're creating something bigger than yourself. That's a song, true. a body yeah. of work. And something that's going to outlive you probably too. So, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So we probably going to discover next week and be like, the fuck, this was the dopest track ever. What the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> be like, 
and I ain't even here. I'm probably like death or in, I don't know. I don't know what my belief is exactly. Yeah. I'm very spiritual. Like maybe yeah. I'm gonna be, you know, in space. Maybe I'm just gonna be dust. Maybe I'm gonna, you know, be reincarnated or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being reincarnated. <laughs> <laughs> and then to, <laughs> uh, to touch on like your your music, uh, what or who? inspires your music obviously you can tell us your life but what else would you say inspires your music whoa damn that hits yeah <laughs> that hits a little bit just because i'm like what does inspire my music um or who just yeah what, or right? who yeah or who what mm-hmm. and who i'll give definitely um experiences conversations i have with people that really mean a lot to me um um even certain feelings, because I feel like I really feel people a lot when I watch certain movies. Like me bringing up the telenovela, you know, yeah. when I brought up, okay, that's me using my empathy to really channel that into a song because I'm knowing how that person's yeah. feeling and I'm using that in a song. So even maybe even things I've seen, maybe even seen um, movie clips and seeing that action portrayed and, and being able to translate it into words or that feeling or being able to understand that and being able to understand a lot. Because I, I because I went to school for psychology, so I kind of mm-hmm. have a different insight into what kind of, like, can move us in a sense, what situations move us. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty apparent what situations move us the most, what's really relatable. And so I always try yeah. to get into that. And that's what moves me is these experiences I've had throughout my life. Yeah. Um, of course. You mentioned that, too. Obviously, you can tell, like, your, your life is what inspires most of yeah, your stuff. Yeah, it is. It's weird, because I don't really... I haven't really been listening to a lot of people. When I grew, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I was getting into a lot of um, Aaliyah, a lot of Erica Badu, Jill Scott, especially um, Leon the Havas. Recent, like a few years ago, back I've been listening to her for a while. Emily Sande, um, a good number of people. Celia Cruz, La Lupe. Oh yeah, Celia Cruz. Celia, yeah, yeah, definitely. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Very dope artist. Like, um, you know who's who's very interesting to me. Who? A bossa nova artist named Astrid Gilberto from um, Brazil. Okay, I haven't heard him yet. It's a female. Oh, her. You've got to hear her. What's her name again? Astrid Gilberto. Astrid Gilberto. Okay, no, I haven't. Astrid. Oh, okay. when you hear her voice, you're like, oh, it's like better. <laughs> it's like better. Um, there's a lot of people who are really good right now. Um, <coughs> they've been paying attention to Lizzo. Um, I think that's really it because... Yeah. Place for too. That's yeah. Something I feel is fucking dope. That's cool, um, cool. Yeah, those that's really it. I'm trying to think of other people. I have a big list. I can't forget the greats. Tupac, definitely. Biggie. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot of artists. Jay. Crazy. A whole bunch of people. Damn. I think yeah. everybody who's out right now really has an influence on not out out right now, but people I grew up with who I've seen really had an influence on on who I am. Like I think about it. Like I say. I make music based on my experiences, then I definitely make music based on who I've listened to in songs and greatest hits and who's who has That's the greatest hits out there and who's very popping. Like, especially growing up, we know Beyonce was popping. We know Ashanti was popping. We know yeah, Ashanti. Um, Jay-Z, uh, 3-6 Mafia, groups, like things like that. We knew who was popping. All that yeah. really influenced That's true. my sound, too. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what that. <laughs> And what, for you at least, what has been your greatest accomplishment so far as, like, a creative? A lot. Whoa. It's not even just dropping an EP. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting to myself as an artist. I think that's my greatest accomplishment. Realizing that I am who I am. I am an artist. And that's exactly what I need to be is just an artist. Yeah. Definitely create. 
um, that's my, <coughs> I think my most important accomplishment is uh, ever created meeting the people I've met. I've met some pretty important, really like cool ass people. Um, I'm working with a lot of cool people right now. So my greatest accomplishment is the networking I've done. Okay. <laughs> like, that's good. Be real. I mean, networking and, and the, my body of work. Yeah. But if I didn't network, I wouldn't have my body of work. That's true. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just is what it is. When you don't take that, that little gamble on going out to meet people, going out to do new things, it's definitely going to be stagnant for you. And I'm realizing that now. Yeah, it benefits you. Yeah, uh, whoever yeah. doesn't believe that meeting people is going to get them in somewhere or stupid. Cause <laughs> it's like, let's be real. Let's be real. Because if you don't, if you don't go out there and meet people, like you're not going to get, you can't be behind a computer. Like, nah, it's not, not going to work that way. Nah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. All right. And then we just spoke about, like, your influences. But um, I, always, I like to ask this question, like, what type of music or do you feel that you should listen to other type of music besides the genre you're in to kind of inspire you? And if so, what other genres of music do you listen to? Um, and would you like to also venture? Because I know you say you do your genre would be world music. What other genres would you would like to venture any like oh your music god i like that you asked that yeah. question um i definitely like to listen to classical music a lot um country blues anything that people listen to everything yeah um i definitely love um arabic music the scales we use are very beautiful to me okay. especially indian, indian music as well okay um man they got soul music out there too really oh, wow. it. yeah okay um it's because i uh on facebook i got a lot of fans and I've been delving into like more foreign music just because of, okay. it's like in my face more. I got a lot of Facebook friends that are foreign too, just because I don't yeah. know where like all these people start adding me on Facebook when I drop yeah. meat I'm in. This shit was That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Fuck it. I got like 5,000 friends from just dropping meat I'm in. I can't, oh, wow. and I have like still friend requests that are still like pending and shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. From like when I drop meat I'm in, it's like these people are still waiting. That's crazy. That's why I say like music is a universal language because you don't even have to know the language to no. feel the vibe, you know? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. People from, um, uh, Pakistan, India, Dubai, the Philippines, oh, wow. um, Nigeria especially. Nigeria fills me. Yeah. Nigeria likes me. <laughs> um, everywhere in Jamaica, I've even yeah. seen people from Russia. Um, yeah, and I've kind of been forcing myself out. And definitely, um, what other music styles I would definitely venture to? I want to definitely do reggae. Okay. Um, dance already kind of my repertoire a little bit. I want to do a little, I definitely want to make that a focus too. Mm-hmm. Um, or definitely like, um, Definitely want to um, venture into more like African sounds too, like or from the continent. Um, definitely, like, definitely. I want to just make my music more worldly. I want to definitely add more elements from around the world, and I'm definitely interested in, in looking at artists from um, out in Africa, seeing what's going on out there. Yeah. Um, I recently seen this group called the Weenets from Zambia. Okay. And um, they're on my Instagram, and seeing how they really get down, it's like. Yo, you should be in the U.S. You be rocking the rhythms you're using, the beats. You're, like, yeah. I don't know who behind them, but they're nice. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they're really nice. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Cool. And definitely, that's what they want to do. And maybe rock. Rock? Mm-hmm. Why not rock? Rock and roll. Rock and roll, definitely. Yeah. Um, I used to go to punk shows. I used to do a lot of that stuff, too. And it was cool. Um, even EDM. EDM something I'm very open to. Okay. I'm working on a little something, too. So yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> okay. That's something I'm entering in and... Um, it's a lot. I want to definitely do world music. I mean, I want to encompass my styles in different styles. I want to work with people who make music in different languages. That's pretty um, good. I definitely want to start writing in, in a different language. I think Portuguese may be something I could definitely look into. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to do some things with that. And yeah, beautiful. If things are beautiful, life is beautiful. I'm realizing yeah. like 
so much culture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, when you're working on like on a song or a project, what's your writing process like? Do you have like a concept in mind or is it just kind of whatever? Never. Everything comes to me when I hear the beat and the feeling. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to write until I capture the feeling of what it needs to be. Like, what is the beat screaming to me? Is it going to be happy? Is it going to be emotional? Mm-hmm. Um, what am I going to talk about? And sometimes the beat has to talk to me or even the title simply might just spark me to write about what I want me to write about or yeah. apply a certain concept <coughs> to it. And um, it's insane because... Sometimes I like to say I have a a way of doing it, but I really don't. I think it yeah. just comes. It comes when it comes. It's true. Yeah. And if it don't, it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes I got to really feel the beat, too. And I feel a lot of beats. And I recently been working with some dope-ass fucking producers. So, yeah. of course, I'm going to be just constantly writing if I'm feeling it. Make sure I feel. So, yeah. It just, it just comes to me. It depends on what the beat is telling me. Okay. Do. It's weird. I know it's like no way to put it, but no, but yeah, it's weird because everybody has different ways of like write. Do you ever like write just without a beat? Have you yeah. ever gotten inspired? Because that's how I am sometimes. Sometimes like, I do. I'll just yeah. be singing a melody. I'm like, wait up. Yeah, yeah, like write it down, right? Yep. <laughs> or record it before yep. you forget. Yup, yup, <laughs> yep. right? exactly. You already know the process. Okay. <laughs> um, and who would you say are like your favorite? I think you mentioned some of them, but favorite MCs like dead or alive, and same thing for like R and B singers. Ooh, okay. That's tough. Y'all really gave me this question right yeah. now. Okay. So, um, R&B singers. Um, I was introduced to Donnell Jones uh, by my ex, and I like him a lot. His songwriting is very on point. He had a cool voice. I liked his voice. It's very unique. It was just him. It fit him. Yeah. So I'll be one. Um, definitely Aaliyah. They gotta be there, and oh, it's just tough. <laughs> I know it's gonna change probably, Nina's, but whatever comes to mind. Nina Simone is more of a soul artist, but you can still put it's her still, in rhythm and blues. Yeah, that's what's trippy. I, okay, uh, it's <laughs> tough. Okay, for me, it would be in between. People might be like, "Why? It gotta be such and such." But I want to say it's between um, Nina Simone and Leon Lahavas, just because their voices are very like rich. I definitely love Nina Simone's voice, but there's this this edge about like Leon Lahavis's voice is definitely like, oh whoa, it's like honey. So it's between those two. If I were to pick um, yeah. two artists, or the third that I would yeah. like definitely is like somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then rappers. <sighs> this is tough. <laughs> it can be more than like than three or whatever you have. Whatever uh, comes to mind. But okay, so I definitely like the brat. The Brad just has some crazy fucking flows. People don't give the Brad enough fucking credit. But the yeah. Brad, she was dope to the music, but it's not um, always the same. I need to hear like something instrumental, something yeah. classical. Um, so we got two five big game. One more. One more. <laughs> this is hard. Okay, give me like twenty seconds, and uh, maybe not. <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking. I gotta think deep. You know what? Myself. Also, okay. I gotta put. I gotta take off. I need to wait. I gotta take off whoever was first yeah. on the uh, R&B singers and put myself. I had to think about that shit because I listen to myself a lot. And me saying that, like, been listening to like other people's uh, more instrumental music. I'm always writing now. Yeah. And I think now I'm feeling myself to the point where I can't say I ultimately feel myself. 
yeah. I can't lie. It's a yeah. weird ass thing. And I'm like, I had to take that shit back. Because I was listening, like, I like the way I rap a lot. Yeah. I like the way I sing a lot. What the fuck? <laughs> got to put myself up there. But, um, yeah, me. Okay. Definitely. I feel like I've been growing a lot when it comes to, like, writing, rapping, singing a lot recently. Yeah. Gabby a That's lot. Good. Fucking a lot. <laughs> like, if you hear what, oh. I have to get a preview or something, maybe. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to get one after this. You're going to be like, what the fuck, bitch? You're like, damn, you're doing that? For real. <laughs> And then uh, this will be a harder question. If you couldn't think of the MCs, it's going to be like a harder one for you. Okay. Uh, favorite like rap songs, songs, plural, and rap albums of all time and why? Rap songs. Okay. <laughs> There's a song with Jay-Z and Emil. Remember that one? Can I get a what, what yeah. for all of my... I forgot the title, but that's one of my favorite fucking songs. I don't know why. This shit, that shit just gets me. Like, Emil comes in just rough and smooth as fuck at the same time and it just hits and you're like oh who's this and you're just grooving yeah. even the shit she's saying making sense how are we supposed to get around on your bus back like the <laughs> fuck be right i was young knowing this and i was yeah. like dang got me thinking like yes yeah. yes and that's just how i felt and i remember hearing her verse like jay-z was cool like i heard jay-z before but this chick like who was yeah. she and, and not even just that the song was dope Jay-Z verse was dope, I can't lie, but Emile's voice captured me, and it was just, like, something about her voice still, like, I hear it in my head, and when I can hear somebody's voice in my head and hear the song in my head, that really has to be, like, a favorite. Yeah. A favorite rap song. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. Yeah. I know it's like, what? That one? <laughs> yes, that one. I don't give a fuck. Maybe it might change. Maybe I might change my mind soon, but it's that one. Wait, what other songs would you say? Um, okay. Um... You said favorite R and B song. Um, you can yeah, you can do R and B too. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I listen to a lot of R and B. I have. Um, he loves me by Joe Scott. Okay. Or no no no, is it called He Loves Me? It is called Yeah He Loves Me by Joe Scott. Um, he loves me. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't, that what about uh, uh, rap albums? Rap album, College Rap Up by Kanye West. I love that one. That's yeah. actually my favorite. I think everybody like says like Dark Twisted Fantasy, but I'm like, no. Nah. Fuck that. I love College Dropout. College Dropout was like, fuck. It's College Dropout. Yeah. It was like what first made you fall in love with Kanye. Exactly. You don't All think the soulful beats. Everything. Yeah. Comment, Talib, like the whole, everybody was on that thing. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was definitely a very soulful vibe. You felt that you felt the like freaking you came spoken out of word, the freaking spoken word too, like in between. Like, mm-hmm. I love that album. Yeah, the album is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, it was either gonna be between that one or Get Rich or Die Trying. Okay, I love that album too. But um, it's like Many Men, man, that song. Many Men. <laughs> that shit was got me emotional. I felt like I was. That was your fa- your fact song. That's what it, that that reminds me of that track because he's talking about the same shit. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. hating and you know. It's the same shit. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same shit. Damn, like that. Damn, that made me feel good. I'm like, yeah, it's right? the same shit. Right, right <laughs> And like, that's it. I think those are the. Okay. I got those are two. I'm gonna accept. Okay. And then um, was there another part to it? No, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll switch it up a little bit. So. Since it's a hip hop and horror podcast, all right, a blog, <laughs> I'll get over on the supernatural side. Let's see what's up. So, um, the first question I always like to ask is, "What's your favorite scary movie, if you have any, and why?" Drag me to hell. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. All I gotta say is, 
You really think she got a chance, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden the ground opens up and it swallows her back and you're like, what after all that? I know. And it was so disappointing, but at the same time, you got to admit like, damn, they got you. They got me. They got everybody. Because it had you feeling hopeful and then boom! She Dude, it was, it was like, fucked up because she got karma though because she tried to like have her boyfriend take the, remember? Yeah. She tries to give the button to the boyfriend mm-hmm. and it backfires on her. Yeah, that was fucked up. I was like, yeah. "That's what you get, dude." She low-key she, gets. She deserves it. Why she kind of deserved it, yeah, because she was like gonna give it to her boyfriend. Like, to maybe save she herself. wouldn't have been dragged to hell if she didn't do it. Maybe. No, I think she would have still been dragged to hell. <laughs> oh no! Who knows? That was like it's a moral thing. Like <laughs> she wouldn't have done it. Maybe she just—I don't know. Who knows? We don't know. Right. That's not how it. Damn that movie! You I are wouldn't... meddling. You are meddling. Remember, dude came out. You're meddling with the spirits. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. But he comes out, and you're like, "Damn, what they meddling with?" And then you realize, like. That's some shit. Dude, that... They had the goat. That goat was I was going to say, that, the, that's, that's my favorite scene, the seance. <laughs> that, that shit scared the fuck out of me. I was like... Shit. I was like that was so a good... Scary. That was one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Damn. I liked it, too. This, that movie was overall like, damn, who did that? I like That's what I'm saying. Like, for it to be... Like, it came out, like, in what? Um, 07 or 08 or something? But it was pretty decent. I loved it. Yeah. And then, if you could be any horror villain, who would you be and why? <laughs> All right. Okay. This is going to be a hard one for me to choose. Yeah. Um, or you can skip it. I, I'd want to be something all-powerful that don't really just die, but they get rid of. Maybe like a demon or some shit. <laughs> the oh, demon yeah. from like a... Just, you know, from just the go exorcist? back to hell. Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. That shit was crazy. <laughs> or, the, or the exorcist too. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's a bad one. But now people are going to be like, oh... She's in the demons and shit. I'm just saying, like, you know, I ain't trying to be, like, murder. You feel me? I want to go back to my realm. You know, like. <laughs> For, like, um, do you believe in, like, the supernatural? If so, have you had any supernatural experiences? Well, I believe in the supernatural. Um, I've had more spiritual experiences versus supernatural experiences. In the sense of um, just certain things, like, you realize, like, going with the flow. Sometimes just understanding that you don't have control over everything um, gives you certain Ooh, gives you a lot of insight into a lot. Yeah. It gives you insight into who's really paying attention, how to connect certain dots, and yeah. how to navigate in your life. And definitely one that stands out to me is um, I was getting into, like, uh, sobriety from alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. I don't drink. Um, and I remember I had just moved to Temecula. It was, like, probably a couple of weeks I was in Temecula. And I was okay. um, doing certain things, getting into certain programs that were going to, like, get me better. And I was definitely trying to find myself spiritually try to get more in tune with my creator um, and the universe. And definitely, mm-hmm. I'm hearing somebody, like, and I'm walking my dog, and this is this comes out of nowhere. Jesus, take me, like, from a window. And it's like, he says it, like, three times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exactly three times, I know it. Yeah. Jesus, take me. Yeah. Take me. And it was yeah. extreme. And something snapped, and I, then I realized, like, I need to get spiritual. I need to find my purpose because honestly like the night before I was like really like <coughs> just praying like I was in that same situation mm-hmm. and that's what was trippy but I wasn't yeah. loud as hell about yeah. it crazy somebody was maybe coming down off of something hard I don't know what's going on but yeah that was definitely something that kind of yeah. got in tune with real quick and made me pay attention I wouldn't necessarily call that a supernatural experience it's just more spiritual because I decided to pay attention to, to like the signs what or whatever yeah, yeah. And to what I really need and what I really what paths I need to go through to, of course, increase who I am and increase my being into being a better fellow for the universe, for the people around us. Like, I don't want to be somebody who 
demeans or does bad or I want to definitely be able to contribute to my society and who I and just everybody in general I, I definitely I love people yeah and I think that's an important thing about me is that um I genuinely care for people when I meet them it's just me and so I think um with that it's a definitely an intrinsic motivation for me to become a better person to become a better performer to become better at everything that I do just to make sure like yeah okay we all get <coughs> you know what I mean like um we can only do so much as an individual person but at the same yeah. time like it's still good to know that you're you're growing into a better person daily and every day you should always strive to be better you should always str- yeah and that's what i'm doing now yeah it's always it's a it's a when you do music i feel like music saves lives sometimes like oh hell yeah, yeah. music does save lives and yeah. i've heard stories of people say yeah i was listening to this record and it helped me you know escape me from like cutting myself again yeah maybe realize i don't need to be doing that or from jumping or from doing a whole bunch of drugs you know mm-hmm. like yeah just trying to overdose. It's powerful. Like that. It's yeah, powerful. Like your, powerful. your voice is powerful. Everything. Yeah. Everything you, become, you put out. Everything you put out there in the in the universe. You know. It's crazy because sometimes I feel like, especially when I'm improvising on the sax, I feel like I'm reaching towards something, and it's coming back. Yeah, I love the sax. I like that's one of my favorite <laughs> instruments. I don't know why. Like I just love it. Like, I love the sax yeah. too. I'm more of like if I were to say like what I'm a fan of, um, what fan I am of, like what instrument I really like to hear. Yeah. <coughs> I think it's cellos. Yeah. Yeah, cello, cello, and nice. But there's more. I know there's. It always changes though, because I may hear something I really like from some new from instrument, and I never really gave enough credit. Yeah, to I love get. Mine's like guitar and sax. Like those are the top guitar two. Guitar solos are lit. Yeah, both emotion. electric and acoustic, man. Like, yeah, it's it's awesome. That's <laughs> I, I, what I still need to learn how to freaking play. But one okay. day. Sure. <laughs> um, and then. What advice would you give to, like, an up-and-coming artist? Like, because I know you had, you said you had to do sacrifices, str- yes. struggles. So what would you give, like, if you can give one tip to somebody? Trust the process. Um, things are going to get hard. Things are going to get very, you know, things will become different. Things will test you. Things are meant to test you. Things are meant to, to try and break you down. And things are meant, pe- even people are, like, certain people have that, that, that certain type of capacity within them that that's all they're meant to do is just drain you to... To say things to you that are gonna break you down, and just do things to you that are that are gonna try to test your character and test your might. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta test your might before we call that. But um, <laughs> you're gonna have those situations, and the best thing to do is keep your composure. Don't be super reactive. Think before acting. Always think before speaking. Be very mindful of who's around. All that. Be very mindful of who you are because when you're very mindful of who you are, ain't nobody gonna shake you. Be mindful that you're there to make this music and you make bomb music, or else you wouldn't be at the place that you're at. Or you wouldn't be doing the things that you do. So know that this is something that you really want to do. You got to be prepared mentally and, and always just just be genuine. That's the only thing you you can be. And I feel like that's the best advice I could give to an up-and-coming artist. Because yeah. we get so pressured into being ingenuine at times. And definitely with a lot of things. And say, for example, even with labels, maybe they want you to change up. Yeah, be somebody that you're not. Yeah. yeah, I feel like keep it, uh, work with people who are definitely willing to feel your vibe. Definitely give a very encouraging advice and to uplift you and to inspire you. Not force you into something that you're not or to get you into a very uncomfortable space you should be able to express who you are as you are and what you're comfortable with and i think that's some that's really good advice and you never know like people change people express themselves differently all the time and there's nothing wrong with that but just know make sure you're staying true to you and that's yeah. it just make sure you're staying true to you and that everything you do is what you want to do and you feel comfortable with and that's it because being an artist can be hard and testing. And, of course, like, yeah. there's going to be times. <coughs> not everybody as an artist goes through this. There's going to be times where, like, 
you would be like, damn, should I keep doing this? Is this like... You like question yourself? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Is there anything happening? Trust me, people are always paying attention. Mm-hmm. And if you're aware of it and you make the right connections, you're always networking, you're out there, things will come. Make sure they come to you and you're the only one who can put that energy out there to make them come. Yeah, thank That's you. That's it. Yeah. Thank you for, for that advice. It's really good. And then this question is like a little bit deeper. Um, I always I like to ask this kind of towards the end. So what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind either creatively or, or on a personal level? I want to leave love and joy yeah. and even just like being funny as like sometimes I'm goofy on a track and yeah. I'll even probably leave like laughs or yeah. even certain stupid shit that I said. Yeah. Like I started to just be myself and I feel like my legacy is, is to leave a certain sense of be just being genuine, being who you are to the most sense of like who you are. And I, I definitely the legacy of allowing um, people to see that that's how I was and allowing them to feel the same way and being um, comfortable in the way they want to express themselves and, and just feel who they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's a blessing. I don't, I also just want to, some of my songs are going to be sad. Some of my songs are, I'm definitely going to like be inside myself. And I know that things come, there's ups and downs in life, mm-hmm. but I definitely, um, definitely want to inspire the most out of anything like we all can do what we want to do and we always get what we desire the most it's just that's true how, yeah how bad do you want it in, in, mm-hmm. in a sense like if i can have a voice and inspire some other talented multi-instrumentalist latin girl who yeah. like rap sings does anything <laughs> or even anybody not even just latin everybody anybody yeah. on planet does this wants to do start doing vocals and gets inspired by something i'm doing like damn she does it all like do it go for it because that's what i strive to do I'm not the one to contain everything for myself. I want to give. I want to show. Like, yeah. my I had mentors that gave me something. And I think when you're mentored and you're brought up that way, and you're definitely given a gift and allowed to be and, and allowed to like mold that gift with these mentors. Like, it definitely opens your heart into doing the same, same. thing, like paying it forward type of thing, right? Yeah, and <clears throat> it's crazy just because um I'm also a performer, and, and that always gets. As a performer, my legacy would be much different. It's also, the, but also the same thing. Like, just be yourself and always laugh and, yeah. and feel the music. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta. People are losing. I feel like when I see a lot of, I see a lot of disconnection nowadays, and I ain't gonna get into it. But that's just how I feel. I see a lot of disconnection with a lot, and it can be said sometimes it's our screens, but I definitely want to get people to feel. Remember when we were yeah. kids? Yeah. And you seen how your parents would feel? Now you're looking at motherfuckers our age, and it's like it's so different. Like it's, it there's is. this disconnect. Yeah. But when I look at people from when I was like younger, I look at certain movies or films. Like there was more of a connection with the spiritual, with just being more spiritual. Like yeah. early 2000s shows us that soul music was just soul music. Yeah. Movies were definitely more about like, I don't know. It was deeper. Things were yeah. things are more like it's quick, yeah it's instant easy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mind that's the way the world is going, you know. But at the same time, like. We also got to learn to slow down. Yeah, especially like with music, you can do so much. You can, like I said, have a vibe. Yeah, you yeah. got to slow things down, take your yeah. time with shit. Yeah. And where do you see yourself in the next five years, or or what is your like goal or ultimate goal or dream? Um, in the next five years, I'm gonna be making music. I'm still gonna be be making hits. I'm okay. Definitely gonna be making hits. <laughs> I'm gonna be working with a lot of artists, whether it be production wise, whether it be putting sacks on something, whether it be songwriting and even putting my own work out there that's going to be popping yeah. for a fact yeah. because it's going to be popping. Yeah. And um, I definitely want to be um, performing in major, major new places, countries. I'm definitely going to 
Yeah. I'm already going to have explored the world for sure. Like, I think that's something that yeah. I'm going to do. And I think it's it's something that I really see myself doing for sure. Like, cool. I'm ready to just pick up and go yeah. whenever <laughs> I'm ready for this shit. I've been ready. I yeah. know what's happening. It's going to happen. Yeah. And things are dope. And I'm loving it. And I'm loving life. Yeah. I love that I met you. Same here. Shit. <laughs> I know we're going to know each other in the next five years. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. hopefully we'll do like an interview five years from now and you're like freaking travel the world. Yeah, I'm a different person. Watch me yeah. be like fucking super different. It's like no. I can't even get an interview. <laughs> no, kidding. you would. Trust me. I know it for a fact. We're tight now. Like yeah. you day one for real. And I'm really Thank glad you. we met. And damn, there's not a lot of people like you. And Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You over here do this interview with me, huh? Part yeah. of that is. Like, yeah. or this is your time and it's my time, but. It's collective, something we both want to do. This exactly. is how it should be. When I'm in a jam session, I'm there because I want to be there. You're here because exactly. you want to interview me. We're feeling each other's vibes. There's no, like... Yeah, and I feel like you deserve to have, like, a... Pla- like, all- that's why I do this, because it's not not really for me. It's just for the love of the culture. So, Damn. Like, for, Ooh, for, it made me feel you know? even better. Yeah, because it's like, okay. I think you're dope. All the people I've interviewed are dope, like, and the people I will be interviewing are dope. So I, I'm glad I'm, like, doing this and that I met you as well. And thank you for sitting down with me, too. Of course. It's honestly an honor. I came out to San Diego about a month ago. Yeah. I didn't fucking know how quick shit was going to move. I didn't know I was going to be doing a lot of the things I was doing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but you're putting in the work, too. Because, like, same thing with me. I just have... I've been doing this... The podcast is fairly new, but the blog, I've been doing it for 10 months. Mm -hmm. That's not a long time. And, like, I've met a lot of people. Like we said, networking. That's what got me where I'm at right now. Like, I've met a lot of cool people that way and that's the only way to do it people were like i can do it like this nope no i want to be a lone wolf in this shit you can't yo i'm working with producers they're sending my tracks i'm working with somebody who who's kind of like very very honest to me about my work and it's like Mm -hmm. you know what maybe we can take this to this route do this like this and it's very i'm very open to it because now it's a team to make the best product to make the best song and now i'm realizing i'm doing this shit for real because i'm so open to it now i'm realizing like a lot of artists aren't open to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Where they're like, no. But you realize it all takes a team. It does, yeah. It takes a team. Yeah, can't, you can't do it alone. <coughs> all right, well, thank you so much for sitting here with me and, you know, telling us a little bit about your story, your journey. Um, I always ask, uh, the last question is, do you want to shout out any, like, platforms, people? Um, everybody in San Diego that I met. Uh, they're the LGBTQ community. Um, can of Pride. Yazi, 7 October, SoCal Fam Collective, um, Go Ham Radio, fuck, SD Music Room. I'm keep, I'm gonna keep thinking. Let me. I'm gonna take yeah. my time with it. I'm like, wait, uh, damn, Trackhead, Sound Lounge Studios, uh, Busy Balboa, The Difference, um, Black Expression, um. Fuck every open mic there is in San Diego. Yeah. Um, a lot. Dang. There's a lot. I've met so many people and I'm realizing I can't think of them all. <laughs> and it's been only a short amount of yeah. time. But yeah. OSD Voyager magazine. They yeah. did a write up on me. It's going to be posted up soon. Um, cool. um, a lot of people I met along the way. People who taught me valuable lessons, whether they did me wrong. Whether they just did nothing but good to me, I want to give a shout out to those people because I wouldn't be where I'm at today if they didn't do me wrong, they didn't help me out. Like, whatever the situation is, like, it's given me the insight and the knowledge to now know, like, 
This is where I'm at. This is who I am. And yeah. there's no way around it. And this is what had happened to bring me to where I'm at now. And there's nothing wrong with that. And shit, my mom, <laughs> my family, everybody, I miss them. Fuck, I miss them so much. Yeah. Getting a little emotional. Yeah. Um, everybody in my family, I love them all. Um, grandma, grandpa, my mom. Fuck. <laughs> uh, damn. I can shout out so many people, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm good. That's right, you're good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, well, thank you again. Thank you.